this is this is Wendy O and this is Wrecked. Yep. I'm Wendy O. Oh, I'm Wendy O and this is Wrecked. <laughs> yeah, you try to go? Yeah. Uh, three. I'm Wendy. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> this is going to be a great cut reel. All right, ready? Uh, One, two, three. I'm Wendy O and this is Wrecked. Hello and welcome to Rex Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Not too bad. I'm, I'm debating whether or not we're going to keep the whole edit in yeah, we, or not. Yeah, we, we um, got to keep most of it. So <laughs> to those of you listening right now, there was a, a few takes. So if I don't put all of them in, know that there was like a good minute of uh, introductions of Wendy. Um, <laughs> but I'm very excited to have Wendy on the show today. I'm pumped. I've spent all morning doing really manly stuff. I was telling Bunchu before we started recording, I had a uh, fridge delivered. I had to run some pipes and do some ratcheting and move some stuff around like a big man. Um, so I was pretty impressed with myself. Uh, uh, you know, no big deal. I don't want to brag too much. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's nice to know I'm, uh, I'm a handy guy. You uh, don't strike me as handy. Listen, I grew up, my father, bless his heart, not a handyman. Mine, mine uh, neither, really. And and the problem was, is my dad, and what used to get me so upset is my dad would like lean into the fact that he wasn't handy, like would joke about it, would never do anything to like better himself. And, you know, now he's like 60 years old and, you know, still can't really do anything and like kind of laughs about it. And I wish he had just, you know, just learned to do it. Like, yeah, I get it. You don't, you know, maybe you don't start off knowing everything. But you piece it together as you go along. That's what I've tried to do over the years. Um, so I can do way more things than my dad can do now. Uh, so Fair I'm enough. happy about that. Um, Fair enough. But not as much as I wish I could do. Uh, but as you mentioned, we have a fabulous guest with us today, the talented and wonderful Wendy O. Wendy, how are you doing? I'm amazing. Thank you so much for having me back. Of course. Yes, that you are now a recurring guest on the Rec Podcast, which is, you know, I mean... How many of them we do we have, Chamber? We maybe only she's like a, ten. She's in elite company for sure. Most uh, of the people don't agree to come back. That's the really? problem. Yeah. Most. <laughs> Are you serious? No. no. Okay. <laughs> They're like, we're done with you assholes. Once was enough. <laughs> uh, no, we. Uh, but you are now in 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 high company amongst the recurring guests of Rec Podcast history. Uh, I would say probably only like ten people, right? Uh, at the most. At the most. I'm thinking like yeah, yeah, eight to ten. Try to think like Le- Ledger. Uh, Maybe Frank, me- Messi, Frank. Not too yeah. many. I mean, not, not too many. many. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so interesting. Elite, elite status. Yes, I'm but honored. I'm officially famous now. Thank I wish you. we could That's give it. you like an NFT to like uh, commemorate. Oh, the- we need that. We need recurring yeah. guest NFTs. Maybe something we can work on. You know, the thing is, I am so lazy when it comes to that type of stuff. That yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was so lazy she couldn't get to the I end of the sentence. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> 
there's there's so much going on in crypto right now and i'm like i try so hard to be tech savvy i really do i i, I don't come from a tech background a lot of this stuff is really really hard to me i don't even know how the hell i have 700 youtube shows i don't know how i do any of this stuff but i'm able to figure it out but nfts man they're a different beast i think they're really cool but i just I, just a lot of time a lot of effort yeah, I agree. I, I agree. There's uh, there's a lot of effort that goes into making them. Um, how, but how do you feel like about like collecting them and stuff? Like, is that seems I, to be fairly? I think they're awesome. Like, I think I think the NFT world is completely awesome. I think that there's a lot of really cool stuff coming out of the space. Obviously, there are some people that just do weird stuff with them. I'm not going to comment on that too much, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I just I think NFTs are really cool because when we're the way the world is going, we're 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 going into like an intangible world. Like you can't really touch anything, you can't really see people, and everything is going to be online. So I think it's cool, and and the collector mentality. I'm very familiar with it, and collectors love to have their stuff. And the fact, and I think it's also, I think NFTs are actually going to save a lot of marriages. Reason being, when you get men or you get a wife or whoever that likes to collect, they have like rooms in the house and they have freaking dust everywhere. And the, spou <laughs> the spouse is like, get Guilty. this crap out of there. <laughs> yeah. But now with NFTs, you don't have to piss your spouse off anymore because they can't see it. That's a good point. Except for when I buy the, uh, the, display like the um big display frame and just put it right in the middle of the living room and have you know the really awkward weird uh, nfts that i'll buy uh just broadcasting throughout the whole living room she'll love that <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> better go hire a good divorce attorney now <laughs> yeah i don't have uh i don't even have a regular attorney so i need to probably get on that <laughs> I, I i stay i stay stacked with attorneys especially in crypto i mean i just because i have my business and stuff i have to i have to know what i'm doing if it's legal and make sure everything's okay so i i stay with attorneys that's just me though so what have you been up to since the last time we talked to you? You've got lots and lots going on. So tell us what you've been up to. I don't even know anymore. I, I'm i doing like 9 million things. Like, of course, I have the, I've got the YouTube show um, that I do interviews, reviews, daily crypto news. I talk about technical analysis. I do live streams. I have a podcast called Trader Talk, um, interviewing professional traders that are far better than I am that do this stuff full time. We talk about their edge. We talk about their best and worst trade, all, all different types of stuff. I've got, um, what else do I do? Um, I've got the marketing company that's go that's doing well. I do a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Um, events have been slow, obviously, because of that um, that thing we won't talk about. And then I <laughs> and then I do the podcast with Hotep Jesus, and that's a whole lot of fun. It's like my safe space that I can say anything I want and not get not get burned at the stake. I feel you. That's that's what this is for us. The, our last show that we did, I think the first thirty minutes was really just a therapy session for both of us, <laughs> and then you know it doesn't get much better from there but yeah i was gonna ask uh, like you you were so big into the events space and that's been such a obviously slow time so what are you what are you doing have you have you done anything virtually um you know because it, it to me it doesn't seem like uh we're getting any closer to being rid of it it sounds like it's going to be around for quite some time but so what are your thoughts there 
So I haven't done any real like I've, I've spoken and I've done like the conference thing online, but I don't do any of those network things and don't listen to my advice. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. If you guys are in crypto and you want to network and you want to um, do different things in the space, go to all these conferences. Majority of them are free and you can they have like networking session, sessions and stuff. Me personally, I don't do that just because um, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I'm very, very tired. But if you're if you're in crypto and you want to like network and meet people, always go to these free conferences. Um, but I don't. I'm very old school, and I might get some slack for this, but I don't want to host real. I don't want to host too many virtual events because I like the actual physical interaction with people. I like hugging people. I like talking with people. I like feeling that energy. And I just, I don't know. It just, it just to me, it's just not natural to do like to do like. A, I don't know. I just, I'm not with it. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, I mean, it, it's it. I mean, I do it for work now, and I'm a salesperson, so there's a definitely a uh, <laughs> a disconnect from how you would normally either read a room or read a specific situation or just be able to interact with somebody. So I totally, totally get that. Uh, Chamber, are you going to any events soon? No, no. You guys <laughs> talking about events? Talking about work? Uh, I don't do anything. You don't things. do either of those things. <laughs> uh, you guys need a fridge installed? I mean, I could do that, but uh, no, it's. Um, I, I'm with you, Wendy. I, I, I don't like these uh, virtual kind of get-togethers. Obviously, for work, that's that's one thing. Right. You know where you gotta, you know, you get you gotta do your job to a certain extent. Um, at least you don't have to wear pants though in those Zoom meetings, right? Bunch. Uh, yeah, I don't. Right, I don't. we Donald Duck that thing, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, but I mean, when you like, I used to go to. I like to go to like um, like horror cons and stuff like that locally. Really? I, I, oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm a big horror guy. <laughs> um, so like when when you know when they come through town here, I like to go to those things. Uh, but I could never. There was a bunch around Halloween uh, that were online, and I was just like that's going to be the saddest thing in the world and i'm not participating in that whatsoever um yeah they're just like just so sad um i can't imagine like a crypto conference would be less sad than a than a horror conference online you know what i mean well uh, <laughs> i mean there's a lot of awkward people and a lot of times people right <laughs> people don't know how to act like online and like because i do tiktoks now i don't do any of that like twerking bs crap because that's just stupid and i'm too old for that but like i do like a lot of educational content like crypto content there and it's just there's some people that are have a really great online presence and they can look good when they do this stuff i am not that person i'm just like i have the camera in my face i'll have like half half of my eyebrows done and like talking about <laughs> like whatever it is just like a mess and then even when i do like like I don't know I just I don't like to be on camera it's just weird to me like I like I like being around people and it just people are so awkward like online and it's I don't know it's weird man just weird <laughs> well but now you can interact with with fleets that's like okay that is literally <laughs> it's just so weird like and I suck at Instagram like if I like I that's oh, why I'm not, that's why Instagram I'm not like much. IG famous and it's like I'm not like to be like IG famous you have to have your ass out and your titties out and that's just not something I've tried both of those things and it's not worked for me look okay. I'm a yeah. solid B cup and I think yeah. I have a shot at this <laughs> <laughs> okay well it's all about the angle honey it's all about yeah, the angle. It. <laughs> and the lighting of course oh god yeah but um 
the fleet thing is don't do you guys think it's kind of interesting that twitter literally has done like no developmental like stuff to their platform and then all of a sudden everybody's quarantined and they introduce the voice chat and they also introduce the the fleeting did they take away the voice chat no, it's still there. It's I still there. I didn't notice it the other day. I'm just like, oh, for you, Chamber. This guy can't have voice. <laughs> They're like, that guy cut off. <laughs> Him and Alex Jones cannot yeah. be on this platform. Oh, poor, Al- poor Alex Jones. <laughs> it's like the second time I've been compared to Alex Jones today. That's weird. Aww, we love, we what, love Alex Jones. What was the first time? The chest hair that you grew yeah. up installing the food? <laughs> I, was showing my wife bef- I was showing my wife before and after pictures. <laughs> She's like, you look exactly the same. Just uh, redder. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, you are you going to be fleeting? Wendy? I do. I do. Okay. First and foremost, I worked in healthcare for seven years. I worked in infectious disease, HIV, AIDS, and when I hear the word fleet, it is a fleet <laughs> enema. Different. It is. It yes. is not. It is not. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what those are a dime a dozen for my clients. Um, <laughs> and it just sounds weird, but I do fleet. I did like. I, I like to post pictures of my kid because I'm obsessed with my daughter. I absolutely love every single thing she does. I think she's the coolest human being ever. And like, I can like like do a fleet of her like just being ridiculous. Um, of course, I don't show her. That's face gonna be me at some point. I'm, yeah. I'm having a I'm having a... my kid in nine weeks, and <gasps> I'll, I'll be like puppy. I'll be like posting puppy pics. It'll be like that. It'll be obnoxious. Oh. Get ready There's for a real chamber. That's... There's a real switch that goes off, man. Like I was, you know me, uh, on paper, you would think I would hate kids. And I literally, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, lo- I love my kids. It's the weirdest thing. It's so off brand for me. Uh, like even <laughs> I tell myself, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you're not supposed to love kids this much. Uh, and it, I'm t- as soon as you have your own, man, it's, 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 a, it's a different thing. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're so special, and they, they do really cool things. And it's, I mean, really, it's an extension of who, who you are. And the coolest thing about having kids is that there's so many assholes in the world this, these days. And, like, really, parenting, like, who a person is, it all starts at home. So you have an opportunity to, to raise and to influence a really awesome human being. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, or you can take my route and just make him exactly like you are. <laughs> oh God, God help us! God, God save the queen. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right, let's talk about the market. We are uh, we're cruising. We are full bull, bull, bull. By the way, what's your favorite uh, brief fit dance song before we get started here? <laughs> um, that's probably not something I should comment. on. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to bait you. <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to as badly as I would love to 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 just to go off. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna refrain because I am a lady. I am a real lady, and I, I am. I actually run my account. There's not a, a sixty year old creep running my account. So so there's that. Um, but anyways, let's talk about markets, guys. I'm um, like you. Like she's um, a real pro. That was a, she, that was a man, pro she transition. Is a pro. She is. A pro um, <laughs> so we're talking let's talk about the market here we got i'm just gonna run through here our top 10 where we are right now so we got obviously bitcoin number one eighteen thousand fifteen dollars at the time of this recording so we are over 18k how does that make you feel wendy 
I'm actually, to be honest, like I'm in a long position. I've been in a long since about a month ago. So I'm happy. And I, I have majority of my portfolio is spot buys that I buy and I sell later. So I mean, it feels good because whatever, but really like, I don't know. I, I don't really know what to do because I've had more money um, today than I've ever had in my whole entire life. So it's, I, I don't know how I feel. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, uh, that's probably a weird feeling. Uh, I'm one that I'm not experiencing, but I, I imagine <laughs> I, I imagine it's really great for those on crypto Twitter that are. Um, and but so it does feel a little different though. Like I remember feeling in 2017, like when this was going or right when it was going up to 18, 19, 20k in like a day, and it just kept going and rocketing. And I remember driving to work, like I was going on the on the way to a sales call or something, and I like I thought I was gonna crash because I literally couldn't stop looking at my phone, and it was just it just felt like serious euphoria, and I don't know if it actually feels like that for people this time. What what are your thoughts on that? How has it felt different or not different from um, that 2017 run up? I actually can relate with that 100%. When I first got into crypto, my initial investment was a thousand. I bought a thousand dollars of Bitcoin end of 2017. And I think I bought a thousand of ETH and Litecoin. I can't remember, but I remember that thousand dollar Bitcoin investment. I just thought this was so cool. Like, this is amazing. But also, we have to remember the mark where economically, globally, we are in a different place. Uh, there's a lot of people. Um, small businesses that are their businesses are gone. A lot of people are struggling. United States is in is is just a it's a freaking hot mess. Places like Los Angeles where I am, and we're just really in a different time. And I think a lot of people were talking about middle class because before it impacted middle class and middle class were like this is freaking dope. This is so cool. But now a lot of middle class is suffering and people. And I've said this all the time. We need to stop celebrating millionaires buying Bitcoin because Bitcoin was not created for millionaires. Mm, it was not created for banks. It wasn't created for large corporations. It was created for small guys, for people like me to have a better quality of life or people in third world countries that want to send money over the border or people that are in um, oppressive regimes that need to hold on to their money because their governments are going in and taking their stuff or in, in, in Nigeria right now with the NSARS movement, they've closed like, I want to say 20 to 24 bank accounts that of, of, of NSARS protesters. So it just, to me, it just, I feel like, I feel like right now it's a rich man's market and, those are the, the institutional money, they're getting rich. And the, you know, the poor folks and middle class are getting left behind. And I know it's a free market and people are like, oh, that's very socialist for you to say, Wendy. But at the same time, too, like I can still have a heart and I can still understand the struggle of like a middle class person and what it feels like when, you know, the like, let's like, can you imagine the person that had to sell Bitcoin, their their Bitcoin holdings that they were just holding on to and they had to sell it to pay their bills and to feed their family because of, of what's going on globally right now? Yeah, no, I I totally agree with that. Chamber, what do you think? I mean, I've always been a socialist. Um, so <laughs> it really speaks to me. Communism. Um, I, I, I never, I mean, again, I live in Canada, so we're all socialists up here. Um, but I never understood. I, I know there was some wars, the, the, the Cold War affected it with socialism. You know what I mean? Like the, the American kind of view of socialism. But there's so many social you know, benefits that you guys have that we have here in Canada. There's a lot of like social programs or socialist programs, I should say, that you guys are already using. You can oh, yeah. embrace a little bit more of it. Um, I think there's there can be a healthy balance between kind of like quote unquote socialist um, 
uh, socialist um, benefits and you know capitalistic uh, benefits as well. Like I, I think you can have both of them, um, but I agree. I think you got to look. We are a global community, um, and I'm never a big fan of people that really kind of drill down on the individual. Um, I think we should all be taking care of. Uh, the, the community as a whole, when I say the community as a whole, I, you know, it doesn't stop at the border between Canada and the U.S. It doesn't stop at the border between, you know, uh, China and, I don't know, Russia. I don't know what it borders with, but I'm sure it borders with Russia. He's can we all just right at now? least agree, can we all just agree that it just doesn't include Ripple, though? It definitely oh does not God. include Ripple. I think don't we can don't all be tell on the same TikTok page. that. Don't tell Crypto TikTok. They cry about it. They are oh, so crypto mad. Crypto TikTok. Uh, yeah. So what are your thoughts on Crypto TikTok? Let's talk about since we've already touched on fleets. <laughs> oh, God. Crypto TikTok is full of scammers. It is absolutely astounding the misinformation that is posted. People thought I was an idiot for a long time on crypto Twitter. They probably think I'm a genius compared to all these crypto TikTokers. Don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong. There's some guys that are doing some really, really, really great stuff that provide a lot of great information. But it's really just a lot of misinformation. They don't understand. They don't know what the Bitcoin white paper is. They don't know um, what decentralization is. They don't know what a market cap is. Um, they don't know what private keys are, and those those are the. That's why I'm on crypto TikTok is to help those types of people and to give my basic understanding um, knowledge to them. Um, but we do. There's a there's a heavy amount of scammers and paid group people, and it just it's it's a it's a bit wild. But they don't. I I try to explain that you know ripples could be a good thing. Like yes, you can make money with it, but the reason why we trade and invest in altcoins is essentially to accumulate more bitcoin or more ethereum or to accumulate more fiat i mean that's what i do i don't know about yeah. you guys or your listeners but that's the whole reason why i i like my shit coins yeah for sure i would say chamber would agree with that right chamber? yes i would agree with that um, uh, also, always trying to make more bitcoin you chamber you've been going in pretty good on the tiktok uh community lately i i <laughs> i've been hammering them yeah um no i just kind of what wendy was saying it's just like wow um, I'm seeing a lot of like young, young fellas on there, um, and just talking crazy shit about like what what was the one I saw the other day? Um, what's the uh, what's NXPS or? X oh yeah, X I commented and like I like I saw. Did you the see that one? Oh my god, I I saw that because TikTok investors. So shout out to them, you guys. If in all of your audience, I, you I go just follow followed them. them the other day. They are was, they are freaking hilarious. amazing, absolutely yes. amazing, and I cannot wait till they feature me. I don't who, know. Who, can, we, can we? What's the? Uh, what's their? Uh, what's their? Uh, it's TikTok. It's at TikTok investors. It's on crypto Twitter. That is the best account ever because they pull the cringiest videos of people that have no idea what they're talking about. They these videos make no sense and they post them and I, I die. It. I'm just All like, right. it is the best ever. But some guy posted something about NXP whatever the heck it is whatever it was yeah and it was like i'm investing 70 dollars and yeah when, this, when the when this hits one dollar i'm gonna be i'm gonna have 70 million dollars and i'm thinking to myself number one i think this project is dead number right. two the the supply is like five trillion just kidding i don't i don't know what this you're right it's it's close to that it's, it's you're, you're not far from five crazy trillion. it's crazy big and the market cap and then that's why i did actually why i did a video on what a market cap was i was like oh my god these people don't understand and that goes the same for ripple it's just because you want something to hit a dollar it's like nxpx is like um what is it like three sats or something like that right it's, it's yeah maybe and you Can can't I? you literally cannot 
I don't know how much money you would have to put like all of the food from you'd have to sell all the food from the United States or something to to fill that. The market cap would have to be insane. I I just here's the uh, here it is. You're gonna play it. Actually, make three hundred and fifty thousand dollars from a seventy-five dollar investment inside my crypto wallet. I have a coin called NPX, and I hold four hundred ninety-nine thousand of them. This is the price of that coin right now. Currently, I only have seventy-five dollars invested, which got me four hundred ninety-nine thousand tokens. If this currency goes to just one dollar. I will make $371,000. I know that this is very, very unlikely to happen, but that is not the point. The point is you are right now, you are missing out on a market that is extremely volatile. That we, if you're watching a movie, we're just watching the previews. That's that's it. There you go. That is, that is not the point. The point is... <laughs> the point is, is not that this is never going to happen. <laughs> The point is, I can feed 35 families in a third world country with the $75, but I'm going to dump it into some shit coin that's not going <laughs> to break four stoshis. Oh, my wow. God. Chamber, yeah. I think I think you should start a, a crypto TikTok account. Like a, like and it should be like a parody account, I think. <laughs> uh, oh, my can God. Can we get you yes. to do that? Uh, we'll see. I got time on my hands. Come on. Your that. daughter must know how to use TikTok. At this she, point, no? you, it's funny you say that. She asked me if she could get a uh, TikTok account this morning because her friend Okay, one. so there you go. You can be. You can tell her, hey, look, we can have a, a joint TikTok account. You can make TikToks and I can make crypto TikToks. That's, hey, it might work. Uh, <laughs> Wendy, what, what are your thoughts? You have a daughter. Um, my daughter's uh, seven and a half uh should i be giving her a phone with tiktok on it or that's a that's a really hard question and the question well let me explain Cause is your daughter about that same age or is she a little older no she's, she's four younger, years right? old yeah she oh. has she has access to youtube her favorite youtube channel to watch now it goes between stevie ray vaughn willie nelson and Cher. she loves Cher and <laughs> turn back time and i'm like should she be watching this she's like almost naked but i'm like you know what it's 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 music when it comes to music I'm more like old school music. I'm more liberal with what my child is introduced to because I'm very nostalgic. Um, So she is on YouTube and I I can hear everything that she listens to. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing with TikTok is there's a lot of adult content on there. And you have, I think they do have a feature to where, um, to where you can go ahead and make it to where it's for minors only. And they all, what I would do if you do, it's between you and your wife, this is your guys' decision, but what you do, their algorithm is very intuitive. And so what I would do is I would sit with her for an hour after you create the count. And, and well, this is why, because you're not selling me on this. Well, no, listen, (laughs) just for one hour, everything, anytime you like a video, it Mm -hmm. TikTok stores that like in their algorithm or however it works. And then it'll start spitting out more videos like that. And then reason being is, is, is then you can kind of control what your child is is watching and then every once in a while just check and make sure she's not watching anything like weird or creepy because there are some creepy oh my goodness some- i i've had to take her off of regular youtube like because it, it's kind of the same thing on youtube where the algorithm picks up you know kind of what she likes to watch mm-hmm. but even that there's like you know even if she gets into like like I said, she's seven, so she'll watch like you know eight and ten year olds kind of do their thing. But then once you get into like the preteens, kind of go out going out and doing their own YouTube channels, I'm like, uh, I don't want you, I don't want you watching this. So yeah. I had to get, I got her the there's like kids YouTube that I got on her iPad yesterday, and that seems to be a little bit better. Uh, and you can kind of you can kind of uh, set a an age range to 
to to put the video. So I think I gave her like eight to twelve. Um, I felt oh, that was perfect. Okay. Yeah, I felt that was okay. Yeah, hmm. I, it's just it's hard as parents because we want to we want to um, we want to keep our kids safe, but at the same time we don't want to not let them experience and see what life is. And especially right. with all this crazy. See, I'm the I'm the opposite of that. When I had kids or when I started having kids, I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna. Give, them, give it to them straight. You know what I mean? Like, hey, it's here's, you know, here's what the world's like and blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat. Like, they're not going to know about Santa Claus. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, I, for the record, they still, like, Santa Claus is a real thing in this house. Uh, yes. But before that, it was just like, yeah, no, what, what am I going to lie to them about I Santa believed Claus? in Santa Claus until I was like 16, by the way. Uh, so there was, was a just... big, there was a big discussion in this house when my daughter, my first daughter was born, about whether or not we were going to tell him about Santa Claus. Oh. Uh, and my wife won. Uh, and she was 100% right. Like, I was being an asshole. Um, <laughs> and as, as my kid got older, it's just like, oh, yeah, like, I really can't give her the, the honest truth all the time, what, like, which, which is what I want to do. Sometimes you have to only give them enough truth that their little, you know, four-year-old or seven-year-old brain can handle. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can like break their brain. Like I feel like a couple of times I said to them, I'm like, oh, probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> That's too much information. <laughs> but al- but also too, it's like we want society is so like kids are growing up faster. Like I know that was like a thing when I was a kid, but it's like kids are maturing faster. Their bodies developing are developing faster. Oh, chicken. They want to do they want to do you know more and more things and I think it's important to kind of keep them as innocent and as kids as possible. Like I agree. Me, like me as a mother, like I see so many cute, adorable outfits that these moms on Instagram are dressing their kids and like just super cute outfits. But really, they're too mature for that age group. I, agree. I mean, it still looks super cute, like adorable. But like me personally, like I dress my daughter in more. I always buy a size larger in clothes because the clothes are more baggy and they're not as form fitting. And I don't want mm-hmm. anyone to ever look at my kid and be like and look at her the wrong way so i try to keep her as like kid as possible sometimes she looks nerdy because her clothes are so baggy but i'm like i want people like i want people to know that this is a child and i want her to just be comfortable and just to have a good time and just focus on eating her goldfish and craisins watching her tablet you know learning letters reading and just being a kid and having fun that's it that's what it's about because it goes by so fast you're like you only have like you really only have like 10 years of being a kid because exactly. once they're like past 10 they're like basically preteens and you've they're they're on their way to being and they're terrible you know absolutely they just really kidding. have like 10 years yeah um so just be a kid and that's what i tell my daughter all the time because she always wants to take that next step to being like a teenager it's like she wants to be a teenager like it's her, her job um but i'm like just chill out you'll be a teenager soon enough like and there's some good things that come with it and there's some shitty things that come oh, with God. it um so just just be a kid for a bit it's all right um but yeah anyways you guys should make a parenting podcast fucking I kids think. i don't want to talk about kids anymore. <laughs> you guys should make a parenting this, podcast we started this podcast not to talk about kids. i was taking notes so all right can i just tell you one thing and then we can get on to like adult stuff yes for your child, go on eBay, um, Google, or type in baby signing time. It is $20 for four DVDs, and it is the best $20 investment of your life. 
I always wondered how kids learned how to sign language because it seems very difficult. It's not. It's actually, this is what happens is, is because kids are not verbally, um, they're not good at doing verbal um, verbal stuff, but they're good at moving their bodies around because they're like all spazzy. Um, so what happens is, is they watch this show. It's like a 20 minute show. It's a musical, like they learn how to, to sign. And when, and like when they when they want something from you, instead of, because they can't talk or they have trouble talking and dep- like some kids develop later, um, verbal skills later than other kids which is fine um, but what they can do is they can actually sign to you and say I'm hungry dad or call you dad or mom or I need I did potty or I need to potty or I need water or, I need milk or they can tell you these things and it minimizes the crying and it minimize it helps them um, it helps their brain development and stuff that's pretty cool I, I mean I always think it's fascinating when the kid can set, do like more you know and I'm like oh that's pretty awesome so I'm gonna get that so <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to DM you after to get that uh the name of that again. So uh but back to the market here. <laughs> we, we've got we 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 went on a tangent, but that's okay. So we got Bitcoin at 18. We got Ethereum. What what are your thoughts here? I've seen a lot of people say, you know, Ethereum's prime to to rocket up after Bitcoin. What are your thoughts on the overall market? Are we slowing down anytime soon? You think this is going straight to uh, 150k like Chamber thinks or or what's going on? Oh, I'm in a I'm in an Ethereum long right now, and I'm up twenty percent. This is look dope. at that. Have you oh, been wow. Have you been uh, dabbling in any Litecoin? Because that's up thirty six percent in the last seven days. No, I call, I I've, t- I've talked about. It. I'm actually going to close my long right now and just take this little bit of profit and then just keep just keep flipping it because I got I got so wrecked on Ethereum this year. Um, as far as the crypto markets, like Ethereum and stuff, like Litecoin is cool and all. Um, but again, we have like a bunch of other coins that do the exact same thing. Yes. And that's fine. Um, I'm not really trading Litecoin right now because I'm kind of focused on Bitcoin and I want to I've got some DeFi bags I want to unload. Um, but with Ethereum, I'm like long term, I am bullish on it. I've got a lot of freaking Ethereum um, and I do plan on running. Um, I, I get what is it running a node? Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? Yep. I'm planning on running a node, a um, couple of them. I don't know. I have to see how many I'll be running, if that makes sense. I don't know. I'm like the worst person to talk about tech. But I think Ethereum will eventually do well. And the reason being is we're not seeing a lot of reach or we're not seeing a lot of like average folks coming in. Um, we're seeing lots of like institutional big money, and that's fine. But when once they see the price of Bitcoin, they're going to look and they're going to see the price of Litecoin and Ethereum and the cheaper assets on Coinbase, and they're probably going to buy those. And the reason why I know this is because I was that person when I first got into crypto, I bought like Ethereum because I was like, oh, this is cheap. I can afford to buy multiple Ethereums. And I felt like all cool or whatever. Um, but I do think that with um, Ethereum 2.0, I think it's going to be absolutely amazing for DeFi because currently the, the Ethereum ecosystem sucks because it's so slow and gas fees are so high and it's really not usable. It's not really, you know, it's not really scalable right now. But I think once we get that conversion over for ETH 2.0, we're going to see some we should see some really nice price action and movement, and I, I hope I sure hope so because I got an F ton of Ethereum. That's that's uh, that's, that's good to hear, Chamber. You've got a you've got a not an F ton, but you no, have... I got an F half ton. So for the for the market as a whole, though, do you? I mean, we've kind of jumped up pretty quick here. Um, do you see it continuing to to keep going? Where where are we expecting a little pullback? How far do you think we might? If we do, um, what what's your thoughts there? 
So I can be the Bitcoin bull and I can be like, oh my God, we're going to $300,000. Like I can be that person, but I don't want to be that person because it's really not realistic. And I hate those types of tweets. They're so freaking cringy and just, (laughs) they're just ridiculous. Um, Me personally, like, because I look at charts all day because I talk about charts on my show. Like we are due for a 30 to 40% pullback. And I know some of the big trader guys are like, oh, that's a freaking meme. But I mean, because there's not a whole lot of data with Bitcoin, we have to go back and look what ha- what what has happened in the past. And it wouldn't surprise me if we did have a volatile 30 to 40% pullback because we get these. However, this particular price action that I'm looking at is a little bit different than to 2017 because we are getting, we're getting like four to 8% like little pullbacks and retracements on the EMA9. And the reason why I say the EMA9 is because it's really easy for people to, to visualize and, and to see um, if they're, they have no idea what um what i'm talking about but um i do feel like there has to be some sort of correction like do you got you guys remember 2017 everyone was like this shit's going to the moon we're going up forever (laughs) and and then slowly but surely that that stopped happening (laughs) and we and we dropped and i just don't i don't want to be that person that is like so bullish on bitcoin and we have this really nasty ugly volatile drop and people are like you know you're a scammer because you didn't you know you didn't call this or like what I, i don't know that's just me though (laughs) uh so realistically then do you think that we are headed for a pullback soon uh sooner rather than later are you thinking we might go hit all-time high first uh how how do you see that playing out I, the way the market's moving, um, I, I'm actually really still in disbelief. The way the market's moving, we probably will see 20K and we might even blast above it. Um, I can't be 100% sure that this is going to happen, but I just feel like, I feel like with all this FOMO going on, I feel like price is going to keep driving, keep pushing up. And as far as a pullback happens, when that's going to happen, I, I don't know. Like, honestly, I, I just don't know because every time we thought we were going to have the, the big pullback, it just didn't happen yeah i feel you and it it, i mean it's gone pretty much straight up so uh chamber what do you think yeah um my guess is there's probably because we haven't seen the pullback yet um my guess is we still have one more kind of like impulse up and like wendy said we might blow through 20k that's why when we were going through our uh, 2020 guesses, I like the 22K as kind of a, you know, maybe like an all-time high for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the question, I think after that, if, if that happens, I think there's one more big impulse and then the pullback happens, but it's just like where the pullback, you know, ends, right? Does it, does 20K become support? Probably not. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, because I'm looking, I'm like kind of looking at the chart right now. 16.2? I mean, it's just hard. Like, I know people are like, support and resistances are memes, but actually naked charting is really the best way to go. Um, And you have to look at these previous support and resistances and where price is touched before a reason being, because that correlates with human behavior of the buying and selling. And um, I think that that's important when analyzing the market is analyzing people's emotions and analyzing how people are feeling and the sentiment during that particular time, because you know, there's most there's a lot of humans buying and, and at the same time there are a lot of bots in the market and a lot of algo traders. But I feel like they're kind of playing off the human emotions even though they're not designed to do that because they core a lot of them correlate with support and resistance. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think uh I don't really know what's gonna happen. I 
feels like it's not stopping anytime soon, but that's usually a sign, right? <laughs> you I know mean, what? Who knows at exactly. this point? Yeah. I'm just like, I've got I've got my positions managed really well. Like I'm in the long and I've closed 60% of it um, just to secure my profit and to stick with my training plan. And I just keep up in my stop. And like with my other positions, my spot positions that I am planning on flipping, depending on what the market does, like I'm just going to be adjusting those as well and taking profit accordingly and then my long-term holds like you know those will stay and i just i'm just gonna just vibe and just ride just just go with it because you can't we're just gonna vibe we're just gonna vibe man just gonna vibe we're gonna take out our ocean spray cranberry juice and (laughs) vibe that's it throw on a little fleet fleetwood mac yeah oh my god That, you know, you guys, that is such a feel-good story. Like, it, I just am so happy for that dog face guy. He was, like, living in an RV. That's a very he, nice thing to say about him, though. He, huh? <laughs> That's his name. Shut up. Okay, dad joke. Dad joke, negative five out of ten. Oh, that's where I live. That's where I live. <laughs> I like the fact that he's a Laker fan. That's that to me when uh, he put out a, another video after the Lakers won the championship uh, a month ago or so. And I'm like, oh, Laker fan also? I like this guy. My husband, is my husband's Mexican. My husband's like, I, another Latino. And he's like, he's just, <laughs> I'm like, you're so stupid. But, he was, he, <laughs> but it just, it's really cool. I love to see feel good stories. I love to see the underdogs win. They make me happy. And I just, it just feels good, man. Cause I come from, that's like, that's me. I, I, I don't even know how I got here. I don't even know like why people like, follow me i don't know why people want me on their show (laughs) i don't know why people watch my youtube channel i'm like thanks i appreciate it but i'm like sometimes i'm like why (laughs) (laughs) i feel you which is pretty i mean look we uh chambers got the opposite chamber thinks everybody should watch our show and (laughs) (laughs) i get mad when not enough people listen or follow me on twitter like no i think my pin tweet on twitter actually is like i'm you know something along the lines of i'm very upset that like i don't have 10 million followers uh it's very (laughs) all right chamber any any more crypto we should get to before we get to some uh some more additional fun and games no i feel we're i feel you know i think that was pretty good i think Uh, i got one more question for yeah go ahead for wendy before we go so before we uh get to the next segment here so uh you know we've we've talked a little bit about how this was different than 2017 but we're still going to get, you know, now we're starting to get attention on Bitcoin again from people who aren't already in the space, oh, right? Yeah. So much like we have in oh, back in 2017 when everybody was pitching Bitcoin to their uncles, like it's starting <laughs> to happen. You start seeing people uh, post their screenshots of the text messages they're getting and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, we, it is inevitably going to happen that new people will be entering the market because they're hearing about Bitcoin being at 18K, all this stuff. What is your what would be your recommendation for people uh, or advice on new people getting into the market today or in the next couple months when they see Bitcoin doing Bitcoin things? So what would be your advice to anybody new in the market today? My advice would be um, whatever you decide to put in the crypto markets, um, make sure it is money that you're okay with losing. And I know that's a meme. I know people are like, ha, ha, ha. But it's actually true. Whatever you are willing to lose, because there's a lot, there's a lot of human error that occurs in crypto that is not talked about a lot. Um, 
you know, transferring your Bitcoin out or whatever, or selling by accident, whatever it is. But make sure whatever you're willing to invest and put into this market, you are okay with losing. Another thing, there's the FOMO factor. You're going to see these beautiful green candles and want to buy right away. We don't buy green candles. We chase red candles. And the reason why we do that is because you're going to get a better entry. Um, Also, too, crypto is essentially a free market. There are not um, financial advisors. And if somebody tells you they will be your financial advisor, they are a scammer and tell them to go away. Um, (laughs) Learn a learn the basics about trading basic basics about trading whether you're just using bollinger bands or support and resistance do that or if you don't want to do that just set up a dollar cost averaging strategy over at coinbase or crypto.com gem whatever whoever supports it do that um and if you do decide to get in altcoins, understand that all, that 99% of altcoins are just a vehicle to accumulate more Bitcoin. They are a lot more volatile. You're probably going to get rug pulled. You're probably going to get exit <laughs> scammed. You want to take your profit and go. That's how yeah. you invest with those. And don't get that FOMO with altcoins. I got I got rug pulled a couple of weeks ago during a nap. Uh, <laughs> it was... It was so upsetting. I was up significantly, maybe like four and a half, five X. And I'm like, quick nap. Nope. Can't do it. All gone. Oh, it's very, uh, I don't, it's very upsetting. Um, so if you didn't get rug pulled, please visit regpodcast.com. Uh, visit our merch section for your I Got Rug t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Actually, it's living the rugged life. Living the rugged life. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, all right. So, Chamber, do you want to get into what we're going to do here at the end? Yes. We are coming into that time of the year for our American friends. Uh, the, the, the time of the year of giving thanks for all the great things that 2020 has brought us. Um, <laughs> You're so uh, funny. So, right. Uh, there's always silver linings. As bad of a year as, as, as you think it has been, I guarantee you there's always silver linings around it. Um, but we want to talk about food. Um, Bunch and I, I'm assuming, Wendy... You're a food person as well. I think you are. I feel like you got some good food takes on Twitter. Um, so we wanna we wanna draft our favorite Thanksgiving Day foods. Ooh, okay. Um, do you want to hear everything I'm making for Thanksgiving? Yes, let's do that first. Yes, I do want to hear that. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna do candied yams. Um, I love extra marshmallows because I have a sweet tooth. Um, I'm the type of mom that bring that like when we're me and my daughter, we have nothing to do. I'm like, you want to go get dessert and we'll go to like a donut shop and eat donuts. I'm not, I'm not mom. Um, A good mom is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm a very, very good mom. Um, We we, we don't eat sugar in this house. Just kidding. Um, I'm also going to do mashed potatoes. I'm going to do a veggie dish, like a baked veggie dish, probably going to put mushrooms, asparagus, got to get some greenery there. We're going to do cranberry sauce. It's going to be real cranberries though with the sugar. I'm going to do a roast beef because turkey is disgusting. I've never liked the (laughs) the turkey on Thanksgiving. It just never tastes right. Um, And then my mom, of course, is going to do like an Italian side. I'll probably do like a charcuterie plate or antipasta plate with like with like salami, mozzarella and like prosciutto, stuff like that. And then my mom is going to do she has to do some sauce, has to do it. And then I think that's I think that sums up. Oh, of course, like a like a salad and some fruit. But I think you said a sauce. What is like a Sunday sauce? Is that what we're talking? Oh about? yeah, no, my I we have I'm I'm Sicilian on my mother's side, and um, it's a big part of what uh, of being Sicilian is you know making Sunday dinner and making um, the sauce on Sunday and having your family come sit and just hang out. 
That sounds delicious. I'm starving. Yeah, sounds I fantastic. I don't have breakfast, and it's. I think she's lunch. gonna go. I think she's gonna have some interesting draft picks, though. I agree. Turkey's I not agree. on the table, so, so she's gonna bust us in this. So what we do, Wendy, is what we'll do is we're gonna draft. Uh, you're gonna go first. Bunchu's gonna go second. I'm gonna go third, and then we'll go backwards up the order again. Uh, we'll pick. F- what do you want to do? Three let's items. Do three yeah, three items do three. each. Mm-hmm. And then what we're going to do, Wendy, is we're going to put those uh, draft choices out onto Twitter uh, probably tomorrow and then uh, have a poll. And uh, whoever wins gets the, you know, the, the, the bragging the, rights, the, the bragging rights of uh, beating me uh, on, on, a, on a poll, which <laughs> happens Chamber every time. Wins. <laughs> I, have, I have yet to win a poll. Did you, hey, did you ever win that poll that you thought uh, the Full House poll? I did. Fudge. I don't know. There's I a poll I won, but I only it was there was only like 14 people that I'm like I I feel that didn't count. If there's not a, if not there's not a, at least 30 people. In I want to know the results of the full house poll. Um, well, let's ask Wendy. Wendy, uh, who do you think would win in a fight? Danny Tanner, Joey Gladstone, or Jesse Katsopoulos? Oh, the 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 sexy guy. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. You guys are all See? wrong. Uncle First Jesse. of all. Name me one sexy guy in MMA. They all look like they got their face beaten in. Are you kidding? Are you kidding right now? (laughs) I'm talking about the neck up, not the neck down. It doesn't matter. Let me tell you something. A man that can put them up is, I don't care what he looks like in the face. If he can get in the ring and pound it out with another man and show that alpha energy, I'm with it. Listen to this. There you go. My point, though, is Symphony and Easy listeners. That is one thirsty MMA uh, fan right there. I, you know, well, I because I buy train myself, so right. you know, I yes. got it. So I, do I. I admire. You want to get in the ring? You want to go? <laughs> no, you don't train. <laughs> no, I train my body to look the way it is. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you, <laughs> it's you, a lot of hard work that goes into it, bunch. No, no. I mean, it's not really a lot of hard work. All right, okay, so you lose on that one again. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, all right, so, uh, Wendy, you have the first overall draft pick. What are you picking in your Thanksgiving meal? The beef, the roast beef. All right, mm-hmm. so Wendy's going roast beef I'm for her down. number one pick. You got it? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go. I'll take... I know it won't. Well, actually, no. I'll have a. I'll have a. I have two pick picks for Wendy. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna go with the turkey. I I gotta take it. It was left on the table. Can't leave it there. I'll, I agree. Yeah, you can't. It would have never got back around to me. I'll go right. turkey. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, stuffing. Okay. Nice. Solid. You guys. Okay. And I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm going to go gravy. Oh, they're separate. Yeah, I guess they have to be separate, right? Yeah. All right. So you've got stuffing and gravy. I'm going to go, and now I'm sorry, Wendy, to do this, but I'm going to have to do it. I'm going with the candied yams with the marshmallow. <laughs> oh, that's a burn. That's, it's my get- favorite thing. And so I'm, I'm with you on that. That's literally my favorite thing at Thanksgiving. I eat way too much of it every year. And uh, so I knew I couldn't let it go back to you there because you, now you have two picks. So I would have never got it back on, on the third pick. So you have uh, your last two picks here, Wendy. So you have roast beef. Uh, and obviously you can't pick anything that's already off the board. Oh, okay. So we got roast beef. Um, wine. 
Oh, solid. Sneaky (laughs) pick. I like it. Good pick. (laughs) All right. And you've got your last pick here to finish the draft. Who, me? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Ooh. Um. Oh, shoot. Let me think. Oh, bread. Okay, just straight up bread or any specific variation of bread? Oh, well, the specific... Like dinner rolls? or Oh, the specific want? variation of bread. At a Sicilian dinner table, you have to have the, the garlic bread. And when we do the garlic bread, you get the fattest loaf of French bread you can find. You cut it in half. You, you melt the butter. You drench it in butter. You toss some chopped garlic on top with some paprika. You toss it in the oven for like 15 minutes at 350 and you slice it up and you serve it. Oh my god. Sounds that, that I would vote for you. I'm writing all of that down. <laughs> That's a, all right, my last pick here. So what was what was Wendy's uh, full team? Um, so her She's full got team roast is beef, roast wine, beef, and garlic bread. We're, we're calling it Sicilian garlic yes, bread. Yes, yes, right. Yes. yes, definitely. Throw the little spice in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, my last pick is going to be... Dang. Uh, I don't know whether to go with another dinner staple or dessert. I've already got something sweet. I'm, going, I'm just going to go with the mashed potatoes. So I've got Ooh. the turkey, the candied yams with the marshmallow and mashed potatoes hmm leaves me in a predicament um i have two you know what i I gotta go with the better option i think i'm gonna go with uh pumpkin pie Ooh, yum yum i would that was my other option that's what i was i would have gone there if it was it was that or ham for me so Uh, i don't have a meat but uh you don't have a meat i don't have a meat i have stuffing destroyed in the pole great Oh but do I take? God. I can't very well take ham and leave pumpkin pie on the table. I guess you're. You know what uh, I mean? I don't know. I think you might have gotten more votes with ham, but I'm not sure. We'll leave it up to then the pumpkin people. pie. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. The what thing, the say. thing, the thing with the meats are is you you can use those for leftovers. Everybody yeah, loves good leftovers. That's very true. It's Nothing a meat-based gravy though. My gravy's yeah. meat-based. It's okay, yeah. Throw that in there now. So you just drink it. That's your protein. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I really work right. on this body. So those are our teams here. So Wendy's got uh, roast beef, wine, and Sicilian garlic bread. I have turkey, candied yams with marshmallows, and mashed potatoes. And Chambers got, uh, what do you got, Chambers? I got stuffing, gravy, and pumpkin pie. I mean, that sounds delicious when you say it out loud. <laughs> Wow, there you go. That's going to do it for us. So before we get out of here, uh, Wendy, where can people find you? Tell them uh, all the podcasts and places people can find you. What's your Twitter handle? All of that stuff. Where can they watch your fleets? (laughs) God, that's so bad. Okay, so I I am the only crypto Wendy O, and I'm actually probably one of the only real women on crypto Twitter. Just kidding. Um, so I'm, I'm, all my handles are crypto window. If anybody messages you asking you for money or whatever, that's not me. I'll never ask you for money. I may ask you for pineapple pizza, um, but not, but not, um, not money ever. Um, but I'm crypto window. I'm on YouTube. I've got the daily show that airs six days a week. I've got the podcast, the Trader Talk podcast. Um, I've got the um, the show with Hotep Jesus, Love and Marriage. We talk about a lot of really heavy topics that I don't talk about or touch on crypto twitter because people will be offended um <laughs> i gotta listen to this one yeah, I'm, I'm already subscribed 
It's actually it's actually pretty it's a very interesting thing. We really talk about the dynamics and the importance of a nuclear family and we both are just so different in our backgrounds. Um it's it's kind of just cool to see both of us coming together and we we disagree too. There's things we disagree on and I let him have it, he lets me have it. Um but it's a really good show just to kind of I mean you're probably it's more more on the conservative side. Um like and we just kind of talk about different social issues and whatnot and i am very i'm very much so um this is the one you do with uh hotep yeah sorry what's the name of that one just it's called it's called the love and marriage podcast it's it's hosted on his youtube channel and he's the co-host and i'm the host so it's my show on his channel (laughs) (laughs) is there a twitter handle for that particular show or no it's just it's just uh it's just us it's kind of like a it really wasn't supposed to be anything big but it's and it's just not it's just really us kind of hanging out and talking about social issues and just different things that we feel about and i'm very pro family and i think that um, nuclear the nuclear family is very important to me just because i grew up without a father um and we just we talk about different things like entrepreneurship and i share a little bit of my story and i get to i get to really just be more savage than than what i normally am and you know we talk about the beta cuck mentality and <laughs> the soy boy thing but it, it's a it's a it's a good it's a good show i i enjoy doing it and i don't i don't we both don't hold anything back but we do that and then of course what else am i doing I think that's it. I just, I'm just everywhere. I'm over the place. I'm on TikTok. I'm on, I hate Instagram, but I'm there. And it's just, just me being me. And if you guys want to follow me and support me, do it. If you don't, if you don't want to, then don't. No one's forcing you. We recommend it. Uh, yeah. Yes. Podcast. We're pro Wendy O. We are pro Wendy O. And that is going to do it for us today. So uh, what do we got, Chamber, next week? For just I don't know. Maybe just a quick, maybe, maybe a quick or... hitter early week. Because uh, okay. I, f- I feel like you're going to be, traveling on like tuesday for thanksgiving uh, and no, no i live here now oh that's right thing. i don't do any i just I, assumed that, you were going to be beauty. eating for seven days for the well in the past i've traveled literally like at the beginning of the week but now i live i live by my family now so yes it's uh I, I, it's glorious well I, we'll have at least one show now i think probably a one show week next week i'm thinking probably mostly because i'm sick of you but otherwise no, <laughs> you've lasted longer than so many other people before you so and so many marriages out there so many. <laughs> look, at, look at us <laughs> we're, we're here we are all right that is gonna do it for us until next time don't get wrecked and that is financial advice hey everybody thanks for listening You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.